Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to this episode of the Mia's Mentorship Podcast. Today, our guest is Jeff Savage. He is a author, speaker, and actor in Dallas, and he encourages fitness in the community by hosting a free 5K run in Dallas once a month and by leading by example. He is going to talk to us today about how life is like a marathon. So without further ado, please welcome Jeff. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, Mia. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thank you. I'm very excited to have you on my podcast. Hey, thanks for inviting me. I appreciate the opportunity to have a conversation with you. Yeah. So do you want to tell the audience who you are? Sure. My name is Jeff Savage. I live in Dallas, Texas. Um, health and fitness is the foundation of my life. And when I made that decision, it opened up the doors to me becoming a globe-trotting endurance athlete. I've run 30 marathons all over the world. I participate in Spartan races, which is obstacle course racing. Um, and just uh, I, I encourage fitness in the community and, and try to get people to, uh, to incorporate a little bit more healthy lifestyle. Nice. And you mentioned that you went from living a rock and roll lifestyle to now being a marathon run all, runner and fitness enthusiast. How did that transition happen? You know, it really happened when I one day just realized that was enough was enough. And I'm going to be completely transparent and honest with you, as you would expect your guests to be. But I was not the poster child for fitness. I used to, you know, I said rock and roll lifestyle. I had a rock and roll band. I, I partied. I smoked cigarettes. I was not active. I was not the marathon runner back then one day after several failed attempts of trying to cut back and just trying to you know put my toe in the water and just try to you know try to be healthy here and there so the only way I'm going to do this is to commit fully and to say enough is enough I have to go all in and so I did I shifted my mindset it was very difficult but very rewarding uh by just asking myself repeatedly the question, how bad do you want it? And that really opened the door for me to incorporate changes into my lifestyle. But it wasn't just changes in um, what I was intaking. It was also what I was doing to what, you know, to make myself more physically active, going to the gym, but also more than that, drinking water, uh, nutrition, you know, just incorporating healthy habits into my, into my day-to-day life that encouraged exercise and physical activity. So, Yeah. And how have you maintained this lifestyle? Uh, well, I'll tell you, when you start to see results, you start to become encouraged. And when I found that um, I was making progress, it made me say, okay, how far can I take this? How far can I go with this? Because I love the way it makes me feel. And I'm, and I, and Life just seemed to got a lot easier once I made health and fitness a priority. And over the course of time, you don't want to, when when you start to see those results and you start to, you know, 
feel the feelings that, you know, being healthy does for you, it makes you really want to keep getting those feelings. Mm-hmm. And so how did you um, know what was the right way to go about living this lifestyle? Because for example, I've met people where they think they have a weight loss problem, but really it's just a maintenance problem. They've lost weight before, but then they just put it back on. So did you ever struggle with that? Or did you just kind of get it right the first time? Or how'd you go about that? No, I got it right the hundredth time, I think is the way to put it. Hundredth. When, when a trial and error only takes you so far, you find out what works and then you you identify the things that trip you up and trigger you back to your old thing. And really, honestly, Mia, the only thing that made me maintain was knowing that I had to make fitness and health a priority. And every decision that I made, I had to look through that lens. And so- mm-hmm. There was a there was there was some uncomfortable things that I had to do. Like I chose to um, liquid calories, like sodas and juices and mm. things like that. There's a lot of uh, you know hidden things that we don't anticipate. Ranch dressing, yeah. creamer in your coffee, like all these things add up. And when you start to really dial into it, you can really say like, wow, eliminating a lot of those extra things really made the progress even even more severe. So. Yeah, I'd even say those are things that we don't think about. Like if someone were to ask you, oh, how much have you eaten today? You'd probably say, you know, you'd list what you had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You forgot about the three coffees and like the dressings and the sodas and the teas. Those have calories as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So fun fact about Jeff is that he hosts a free 5K social run in Dallas once a month. What inspired you to start that? All right. Well, me, I'm going to tell you that that all came from uh, friends and the people in my life realizing that I run marathons and I'm always running. And if you on my social media, you will always see that I post about running and exercise. And and it all stemmed from a very innocent question where friends would ask me, hey, Jeff, I want to go on a run with you sometime. And <laughs> but somehow, some way our schedules would never line up. So once a month, I make a, a day on a calendar on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m. I'm going to be running. Come join me. And so that's where it all started. And the first the first time I did it, I had three friends join me. And uh, but it's grown and grown and grown and grown and grown. And so it's 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 become a thing. It's become a actual event that people look forward to. And, uh, and you know, we get up to, you know, 20 people next month for Halloween. I'm going to be doing a costume wow. themed run. It's going to be a lot of fun. So running in a costume. Yes, absolutely. And uh, the last year that we did it, so many people on this popular running trail here in Dallas, they just stopped and they took pictures of us and they were just like, they're cheering us on because we brought joy to their lives that morning. It was great. So, yeah. How long have you been doing the 5K for? Oh, goodness. About 16 consecutive months at this point. So it's something where, you know, it it doesn't matter. Like the weather doesn't stop us. uh, Turnout doesn't stop us. It's just, it's my way of giving back to the community and sharing my passion for fitness with the world around me. And so many people, like, even if they don't come, they, they always say like, oh, I, I just love the fact that you do this, you know, and that you host this type of a thing because it inspires me to want to get out and run. So yeah, it can get pretty cold in Dallas too. It's still Texas, mm-hmm. but it can get what? Like un- it gets under 20, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. I mean, there, 
it, there yeah. it's very rare that it snows but we get ice and but then it, yeah it can dip down to the 20s it's actually got down to about zero this last winter so oh we, wow i did not realize it got that cold sometimes sometimes <laughs> so um can you share any tips for those who want to make a transformational change like you did well, first of all, you have to, you have to decide that you want to, you know, and that in that's, it sounds simple, but it is like the, the most basic thing you have to decide. I want to be fitter. I want to lose weight. I want, but you don't want to say, I want to lose weight. You have to, you have to specify what you want. You know, I want to lose 20 pounds so I can look good at my sister's wedding this fall, you know? There has to be some sort of an, uh, you know, a reason. And when you make a decision, you have to attach a why to it. What is your motivation for doing it? Because you're going to be tempted to stray from that decision several times in your journey, and you're always going to have to tie it back to why you wanted it in the first place. That decision has to stay in the front of your mind right here. And if you start to lose it, you know, and you start to lose interest, you always got to remember there was a reason I decided to do this. And this is the mm -hmm. reason why, and I'm going to keep doing it because of that reason. So, yeah, that's something I stress a lot too, is knowing your why and remembering your why, because there's going to be ups and downs. There always is, whether the down is a week or whether it's, you know, a few months, mm -hmm. but when you go back and you remember why you started and not just like, oh, cause I want to lose weight. But like you said, like really knowing how is this change going to impact other aspects of my life too? And having that as a foundation as well. I want to tie that into just a, you know, the the message that I that I write. I I, you know, running 30 marathons, I started to identify that there are very real similarities between what makes you successful in running a marathon and what makes you successful in life. And knowing your why is so important when you're running a marathon because 26 miles of running, it's it's an endeavor. You know, and you're 13 miles in, 14 miles in, you might be like saying, I feel great. I feel great. A couple miles later, you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I can finish this. And always having to remember that motivation as to why you wanted to you know, run a marathon in the first place is going to be that thing that gets you over the finish line. And any long range goal that we have in life, whether it's losing weight, whether it's going to college, whether it is saving money for a down payment on a house, some, we're all running a marathon metaphorically in our lives, whether it's, uh, you know, these long-term goals, always remembering why is going to keep you moving forward in that, uh, in that goal. So. Yeah. And your book stresses that point too, doesn't it? It does. It does. My, I wrote a book called Savage Resilience, Conquer Adversity and Be Your Own Hero. Essentially it is the lessons of uh, the marathon are the lessons of life. Everything from pacing yourself so you don't burn out too fast to, you know, remembering your why and always putting your best foot forward. These concepts are universal truths that, uh, that I'd love just to share and use running as a metaphor to kind of paint those pictures for people. Yeah. And so when you started the 5k, was that something that was like a result from this metaphor? Or is that connected at all? Or is that completely different? Well, I'll be honest with you. The first time that I tried to get friends to come run with me, I was overambitious. I said, oh, we'll go run seven miles. No big deal for me, right? And <laughs> so like one friend of mine just, um, just it, it, it wasn't doable. And so I remember the first, you know, the what opened the door to all these marathons was 
I tell this story a lot is that I got invited to run a 5k uh, run social run at a, at a brewery out here in Fort Worth. And they give you free beer at the end for running around the block. It was an Oktoberfest theme. They had a polka band. It was a big party. And so that 5k was kind of my introduction into the world of running. And three miles is just enough of a challenge to be, um, to get people out of their comfort zone, especially if they don't run a lot. And it's enough of a challenge to make it worthwhile to go run if you always run. And so I just found that that was the perfect distance to offer, um, you know, people to go and run without being overly intimidating. Like I would love to like say, Hey, let's go run 10 miles this morning. And I would love to have 20 people come join me for that, but that's not going to happen. I know it. So, yeah. Yeah. When I run, I typically prefer sprinting because I want to get it over with. So I'll, and I, I'd like to do it on the treadmill too, because it paces me and yeah. I know you don't get as much benefit probably from the treadmill versus on land, but yeah, I like to sprint and I actually did a 5k in the cold. It was, well, it was cold to me. It was 40 degrees. I'm sure you've done worse, but it was 40 degrees and I was like, okay, I, I can do it. It's 3.1 miles. I can get through the whole 5k and I did it without stopping because my my goal was I don't want to stop. Like I want to keep at least jogging the whole time. I don't want to walk at all. And I did it. And it was definitely a push. And doing things like that really encourages you to do it again. Cause it's like, oh, I can do it. And it also sets an expectation. Like I've done it before, so I know I can do it again. And it it's like this cycle where it just keeps pushing you more and more and more. Yeah. That's that's true. That's true. Um you know, I often get comments from people who come out and join. We cater to all fitness levels. And so whether you're a beginner or you are a marathon runner, I encourage you to come out. And oftentimes I will hear from people is that, my goodness, I don't think I've even ever run three miles before. And so to for them to experience that and to know that they're capable of doing that, it helps them dream bigger in their own lives. It's like, wow, I did that. What else am I capable of? You know, and that's, uh, I love sending people down that rabbit hole in their lives. Yeah. So I want to go back to the transition that you made. Um, what were some struggles that you faced when making your transition from the rock and roll lifestyle to starting to care about your health more yeah. per se? It, uh, you know, quite honestly, it's, it's a real thing. And uh, we use it as a as a pop culture throwaway term, but it's FOMO, it's fear of missing out. And a lot of times I think people, when they make a big life-changing goal, they want the result, but that transitional element, that learning new behaviors and like identifying what your triggers used to be that would make you do that activity before are the things that uh, sometimes bring people right back into their comfort zone. Those triggers, like, you know, it's like, oh my God, I don't know if I'll ever be able to hang out with my friends because we always do X, Y, and Z, um, you know, or I'm not going to do this because I'm more healthy. People have, uh, they often have this fear of missing out on life, but I really feel like I gained more uh, sat satisfaction in life, satisfaction in activities, satisfaction in the way I feel about myself by sticking to the plan and remembering why. But fear of missing out is a huge thing for making that transition that that it's a mental game. It is a mental game and you just have to fight that fight in your own mind and not back down. Have you seen that in other areas of your life as well, like business wise or anything else? 
you know, the, the, when you make a, when you, when you make a huge physical transformation, like I did, I, you know, I, I was, I was overweight. I was not, uh, I, I did not have much, you know, like muscle tone. I completely changed my life to being fit where, you know, people come up and I'm not a certified personal trainer, but I have people always asking me for advice in the gym, you know, advice for yeah. fitness like that. When, you know, when you, um, when you start to see those results, it's just, um, it's amazing. You, you, you want to replicate that in other parts of your life. And when you run a marathon also, like I said, you know, how it's metaphorically like other long-term goals that we do. Yeah. You, you know, you want to, you want to do better in all aspects of your life. It's, it's, it's a natural flow that goes from that. So, yeah. So I do for sure do cardio cause you run, but do you do any other like hit or uh, weightlifting, things like that? I, I actually, uh, in, <laughs> I I'm kind of obsessive, you know, I lift weight six days a week in addition to running and training for marathons. So I mentioned that I do Spartan races and those are very physical. It's like, you know, American Ninja Warrior out in the wilderness, you know, flipping tires, throwing spears, jumping through fire, falling through mud. Sounds fun. I love it. I love it. But there are physical, you know, requirements. Like you have to climb over walls, you have to climb up a rope. And and so like lifting weights is an essential part of being successful in that sport if you're competitive. Anyone who has a desire to do a Spartan race can do it. And a lot of times it's a great challenge, but if you really want to excel in it, having um, a strong, you know, strength training in addition to cardio is very, very important. So I find that uh, the rock climbing gym is another place that really gives me uh, opportunities to use my whole body uh, to, mm -hmm. you know, not just to run and not just lift weights, but to you know, more functional fitness. Hit classes, uh, I love them. I have friends who who teach them. I I enjoy this, you know, the the fast pace. You know, do this, you know, and then you know, then do this, and then do this, and this. It's a very, very intense workout. Do you notice a difference at all between when you do, like if you were to train for the marathon one day versus the days that you do weightlifting? Do you ever notice a difference in your mood for the day, how you react to things? Because, you know, exercise is interrelated with your brain. So I'm just wondering if you've ever noticed a connection between the two. Well, you know, there is a... Uh when you run, there's a phenomenon called runner's high that a lot of people get. And a lot of that is it's caused by neurotransmitters that are released into your, in, you know, for in, from your brain into your, in your bloodstream, like dopamine and serotonin. And, uh, and there's actually something called endocannabinoids, which are like these naturally occurring, occurring chemicals in your body that like kind of just make you feel high, you know? And so it's like a, there's a physiological, uh, you know, phenomenon that running actually elevates your mood from a physiological standpoint. Um, but also when I lift weights, um, and I don't know if other people feel, I don't know if I've ever really asked this or put this out there in the universe, but that burn you feel when your muscles like, you know, get, get, get worked out. If I don't experience that in a day, I feel like I didn't accomplish something. Like there is something that happens to my mood and my body when I feel that I've worked out my muscles and I don't, and it's, 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 it, I don't know if, if I'm unique in that, cause I've never really asked that of other people, but that's the, I do realize when I don't work mm -hmm. out, I know it and my body knows it and I, my mood knows it. Yeah. So when you <laughs> run, cause like you get a runner's high during the run, okay. does that post run? It's like when you stop running and it's like, you just, it's that euphoria that you feel. 
Yeah. Really? Like it lasts throughout your day? I mean, not it, no, it's short term, but it's enough to be like, you know, there's, there's a of quote that says, I regret that run said no runner ever. You know, you always, you, the motivation to start running, you know, disappears after that run. You say, dang, I'm really glad I went on that run. You know, so it, it's just a feeling that you get that uh, it's like accomplishment. It's that feeling of satisfaction. It's that just, I, I did that. Yeah, the start is definitely always the struggle. Just like in the morning, like going to the gym, going for the run, you might feel, oh, I'm pretty sore, or I'd rather just sleep a little extra. And, you know, sometimes those feelings do overtake you and you give into that. And that can be good because your body does need rest as well. But when you do keep going, like you work out despite your feeling of not wanting to. There, yeah, I feel like there's never a time where it's like, oh, I regretted doing that. You might still feel, you know, a little more tired than if you slept in, but I don't know. It's something that is hard to explain where you might feel a little tired still, but you'd rather have done that than slept in. in I call it the good hurt, you know, especially like after I run a long time and my legs are sore, if I need to bend down and pick something up off the ground, I feel like I'm 80, you know, sometimes, but I remind myself, I did it to myself. And it feels good. Yeah, I love it too. I love being sore. It's really weird. But yeah, I don't know. I just like it. Yeah. It's a a badge of honor that we carry with us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, is there any um, last things like motivational tips um, that you'd like to give to the listeners? You know, running a marathon, like the, the journey of life is just like running a marathon. You have to remember that it's not always going to be easy, but that by putting one foot in front of the other uh, and not giving up, you will reach that goal. You will reach that finish line. But the number one thing you have to remember is that you can't give up. You have to keep putting one foot in front of the other, uh, no matter what. And that is, um, you know, that is, that's the lesson of the marathon that I want to impart to all you listeners here today is that um, it's all about resilience. It's all about perseverance and pushing yourself when your body says i'm done your mind takes over and says not yet so thank you i really like that and do you want to tell the audience where they can find you absolutely i uh, you can uh, reach me and you can order my book on amazon or on my website at jeffsavageonline.com i'm also on instagram at jeffsavagefit and uh, would love to have you follow Awesome. And then I'll also put that information in the show notes for those listening so they can easily access it. That's fantastic. Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Mia. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, you have a great day. You Please give Jeff a round of applause. If you'd like to connect with him, then all of his info will be below in the show notes. And if you are interested in working with me, then head to miasmentorship.com where you can purchase one of my courses, or you can work with me one-on-one for personalized health and wellness coaching. Hope that all of y'all have a blessed day. Bye.